0: Alright, welcome back everybody. This is uh, the Divine Council Podcast, episode 59. This is your boy, Mon And
1: this is Stephon.
0: And we're back at it. Uh, You know, it's been a while, you know, rolling out uh, to the end of the year. So, hey man, for me, I guess we'll get right into it. Episode 59, uh, man... It just felt like, you know, once again, it's so much that's been it's been going on. It's so much that, you know, we got to look forward to and so much that we've been getting hit with on all levels to entertainment, politics, just life in general. Um, shit, <laughs> it's just good to be back. You know, it's good to be back. You know, we had a lot, a lot going down here lately, you know, a lot on the business end and. I'm glad everything's been going well for everybody, for me. I just gotta keep my head up, but, you know, I guess we'll get right into it with uh, a recap of how everything's been for us, you know. How's everything been for you, Stephane?
1: Uh, You know, everything for me has been going well recently. I've just been on vacation for the past, like, week and a half now, and I had went home for Christmas last week. I, I stayed home for, you know, some days and it's just good to just wind down, you know, with uh, the family. And we, we had a um, just, it was just a close gathering, just my parents and my sisters and uh, my older brother for the most part, you know, was coming over like every day. Um, my older brother, that is. And you know, I went and seen my grandma and just you know, it was just good to be home and uh being able to get everybody something, you know. Um that's that's nice to do. It's cool to do, you know, and um uh, I got to meet my my new nephew. Uh his name is Rocky, and he's uh t- two months old, he's a Chihuahua. Uh, So yeah, well, he's a, we don't know if he's a purebred Chihuahua yet, but uh, he's about to get a blood test next month to see. But uh, yeah, Rocky, so I was, you know, with him a lot of the time and just, you know, kicking back, just kicking back, watching movies with my sister and my mom and just hanging out for the most part, just winding down, just, uh, just thinking about what's next for the upcoming year and just uh preparing for that what about you
0: yeah you know for me it was the same I've been going home you know a lot more often uh just trying to stay connected with my family and everything through the hard times because it's been hard for everybody you know including myself but you know you gotta you gotta stay positive through it and I think uh staying connected with family is uh, a good way of uh you know staying positive so you know, for me, yeah, I, w- I went home for um, you know the 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 weekend after the holidays because I worked Christmas and New Year's this year. Um, but you know, I've been going home before and after afterwards. So I just came back. I just got back in town. Um, so I just spent time with family the last couple of days. Um, you know, ate ate good. You know, some soul food. Try to you know stay stay with my principals, but. You know, that's hard sometimes with mama cooking. But, you know, it's just good to see see family and everything. So, you know, I got to spend time with the people, you know. And, you know, it's time to, you know, continue to reflect and um, try to move forward with everything, you know. Yeah, so same for me, even through the quarantine, because, you know, I really ain't been going out like that. I ain't got to see the homeboys, uh, you know. I ain't been been really doing any anything that i used to do in the past when it comes to like partying and stuff like that i just been you know inside working or you know just doing shit that requires staying within basically and you know it, it's just time to move forward it's time to move forward even you know even through the through what i guess a different field through that through what we will call the what they would call the holiday season. I never really celebrate the holidays, but it, we, we all got to admit, it is a type of feel that we have through this time of the year. But it doesn't really feel the same as it has it felt in years past this year. But, you know, even with that being said, whatever, I, I still feel like, you know, you got to stay positive stay positive and family is, uh, you know, a good way to do that. So for me, I like a little bit of the same, you know.
1: Just got back in town. Yeah, um, th- this year has been different for the holidays, you know, because like it didn't. To me, it didn't even feel like really uh, Christmas, even though the weather, for the most part, was to be expected around this time of the year. Now, but just with everything that's been going on with uh, with the the virus and everything in in terms of like politics. You still you you see more um, just a recent like uh, bombing that took place and uh, just the craziness like it just don't feel like it's the holiday season no more. I I mean, me personally, I don't I don't really care about holidays, to be honest, like I did when I was younger. But now it's just more so important for me to just uh, make sure I'm spending time with family, you know, and valuing that time that we have together. Because you never know what what's a, what's a right uh, right around the corner for us in these times, and um, yeah, I noticed like a lot of people didn't even. It seemed like a lot of people didn't go home and were just video chatting with people from from home or family and stuff like that. Which I didn't do that because it wasn't. It was only a small group of us, um, so I was like, now nah, I'm just gonna go home and do that because I hadn't I had I've been going home recently this month past couple times because I I need to take care of some things but uh yeah I just think you know just just it just didn't I mean it still just didn't feel the same even though I went home and uh with I see the the Christmas decorations and stuff and it's just this year it's just been just been so much going on man and you know here, you know, we look, we look ahead to 2021 and hope this, well, wish to see like a, um, a positive outlook on it. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, cause I I keep hearing different things that are going to take place within the new year. They, they say that the new strain of, uh, the virus is active, but I've been seeing people saying that the vaccine will help with that. So it's not really a new strain or something like that. So I don't know. I seen something about the new uh, gonorrhea, super gonorrhea. Mm. Which is, uh, you know, it's not, as, <laughs> it's not, it's not it, it, antibiotics and stuff don't really work on that too well. So yeah, you know, you got to worry about uh, catching, uh, Two, you know, multiple viruses and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> a, a disease, I guess, and the other is a virus. But I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, damn, man, like, it's like, damn, you got to worry about if you if you're meeting up with uh, like a girl or whatever, you got to worry about it. She got like the super gonorrhea and she got COVID like, are you I mean, really gonna yeah. take that risk? Like it's like dude, it's like you're gonna get super gonorrhea, you're gonna get covid, or you're gonna get both. Like, I'm just like, bruh, like
0: can't like, sex right now. That shit, whoa. It's
1: like nigga, that's like niggas not even worried about AIDS no more. It's like, damn. Bitch got COVID now. You know what I mean? Like I can't even. You know what I mean? I'm worried about that. Super gonorrhea. Like, super gonorrhea. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, I was looking at it because they were showing pictures of it and shit. I'm just like, bro. It looked like some shit from like um something out of like a, a Chef Boyardee can or something like the way it. I was like, bro. <laughs> Tenderize it. Yeah, man. So so much going on, man. Uh, I was seeing the Nashville bombing. The dude had apparently told his neighbor that he was going to be so famous that nobody in Nashville would ever forget him. And I've just been seeing it sparingly on the news because I haven't I don't really pay attention to mainstream news. Uh, And they got him apparently. And FBI, they took care of everything within a, a short amount of time. I think I seen somebody was like, damn, so FBI just like got everything fixed, figured out in like two days or something like that. It just makes you think because it's been quiet really on the, the mass shootings recently and all the attention's been on politics and the virus, which is pretty much politics. I mean it's politics as well. But now we got another, I guess, uh this uh what do you call it? Another tragedy to end the year off with and, uh, an uh act
0: of, act of terrorism.
1: Yeah. But you know, they're not gonna call it that. They they're not gonna call it that if the if it's you know if it's somebody of the dominant uh society, which I think it is, um they fail every time to call it domestic terrorism. But if it's somebody that's from um somebody that's from like the Middle East, it's definitely terrorism. If it's somebody that's um uh quote unquote black or like African American, then they're labeled as a you know thugs and they they show images of them on the media to to discredit who they are as people. If it's somebody white, you know, it's always the the ah oh, he was he didn't know what he was doing, lone wolf, you know, mental mental illness and it's always the same things over and over again, man. It's 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 annoying to see. For sure. And it's something that has to change over time that will change over time because people are tired of seeing the same narratives with these situations. And and then there's the cases where a lot of this shit, I feel, is planned out to begin with. But that's that's for another topic, you know, for another day. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you about that. Have you, you seen anything about that Nashville bombing?
0: it just seems so like fishy from the beginning. I haven't really kept up too much with it. Um, the timing seems odd, you know, and, and just how it went just seems odd. And I'm just seeing so many different people, you know, claim different conspiracies about it. I'm just not going to lie. I've just been really burnt out about a lot of stuff that's going on in the media. And it just feel like that we've been bombarded with so much, even in, even in the last couple of days, We've been bombarded with so much. It's, it's just, man. I, I just know the motherfucking. The sh- it sounds so suspicious to me, you know. Yeah, you know, we just gotta we gotta keep our eyes open and keep and stay aware with, uh, you know, more of what's going on because it's it's all suspicious with. With with the politics that's going on too. Now all of a sudden, boom, we got more. Uh, acts of violence against the people going on. I guess, you know, um, it ain't, it ain't quite shut back down yet, but you know, it's, it's starting to, it's starting to, st- you know, stabilize, I guess in a certain phase, I don't even know what phase it's in. Cause it, it, it really depends on what state or what region you're in, but it feels weird. how Everything's kind of getting is interconnected and it's even interconnected with, you know, the sports and everything too with, with entertainment. Um, I have to do a lot more research. Uh, hopefully, you know, throughout what you uh, what you give give us, uh, what you research. because It seems like you research more about this than me. Uh, I'll get a, a, a foundation, on, uh, something to build on, because it, def- it definitely seems something that's not going to go away overnight. Um, it seems like it's something that's going to, you know, lay the foundation for things that may continue. And I hope not, but it just seems it seemed too too suspicious with how how it went down and, you know, some of the conspiracies that I'm hearing other people uh, claim already.
1: Well, apparently I just pulled up on this uh, CNN article, and this is the the guy identified as a bomber, 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner of Antioch, Tennessee. And, again, like I was saying, he had said to uh, somebody – I don't know if they have it in this uh, this article that he was going to do s- s- something to be so famous that nobody in Nashville would ever forget him, and this is the bombing site. This uh, apparently it damaged more than forty businesses in downtown. Small
0: businesses, I bet you.
1: Yeah, in uh, downtown Nashville. Um, I mean, I don't see anything about any deaths. Or nothing like that. I just see bond, you know, which is rare in these type of events. There's usually several deaths, but I don't see anything about a death. No, okay, okay, yeah. It just it injured eight people, but there's no deaths, which is it's interesting to me because usually it's something like this. There is some deaths behind it, but you know, thank you know, thankfully there wasn't no deaths, uh, uh including an AT T transmission facility. That was damaged. That provides wireless service to much of the region. So, I seen some somebody was saying that his picture looks like it could be from one of those what that website with the people that don't exist. So for that, people, that
0: yeah, that shit's crazy. By the way,
1: that's yeah, just, that shit's crazy. For those that don't know, there's this website you can go to where you can literally see an AI, um, an AI create images of people that do not exist in the world. And uh it's it's creepy. It's, it's, ne- it's
0: different every single time you refresh the page. Never yeah. the same. You'll never see the same image. And it's real images. Or not real images of people, but it's AI-generated images. And yeah. it's not real people. They don't exist, but it's different every time you reload the page.
1: But... Yeah, he told his uh, yeah his ne na- his neighbor. She said, the neighbor said, "Hey, Anthony, is Santa going to bring you something good for Christmas?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm yes, I'm going to be more famous. I'm going to be so famous, Nashville will never forget me." And you know, he did this and a lot of damage behind it. Uh, this is right here. I, before the explosion, the RV broadcast a computerized female voice repeatedly warning that a bomb would explode in minutes and directing people to evacuate. The RV also broadcast Petulia Clark's 1964 hit, Downtown, a song about how the bustle of downtown can cure a lonely person's troubles. Upon- Mom, no.
0: My, I, my, I had somebody tell me about that, and I, my mother told me about that, and I just I was like, "What the fuck?" Like that don't even make sense. That's what I was saying about the weird parts of the of the story that I that I I, I know.
1: Yeah, upon hearing the warnings, officers went from door to door, evacuating residents, likely saving many from serious injury. The RV exploded at 6:30 a.m., just moments after one officer left the immediate area. I just saw the biggest flames I've ever seen, the biggest explosion. Officer Amanda Topping said, "I just saw orange and felt the heat, the wave. So yeah, there was a. The van had the explosions in it, and it was warning people that yeah, it was about to explode. So that's why there wasn't any any deaths because people knew ahead of time, but right before it happened. But there was still some people that were injured. Um,
0: he was like on a loud saying, there is a bomb. Please leave.'" If you don't want to die or, or evacuated me, if you, if you don't want to die. So, like, I was like, what? Like, they don't, that's, that, what? That's odd.
1: Yeah, and this is an image of him in the van. Um, FBI tweeted this out on Monday. And uh, apparently this guy, he, he used to work for this, this company, Steve Frederick, Frederick and Clark LLC said he hired Warner. Uh, the the bomber, as a computer consultant for his real estate business, as an independent contractor for several years. In a statement, he described Warner as a nice person who never exhibited any behavior which was less than professional. He said Warner had said he was retiring earlier this month. So, I mean, what would be his motive behind doing this? That's what they, they're looking for, uh, his motive. Which I mean it it doesn't make sense to me why he would do something like this. It's he, just like, an odd timing, man. Yeah. I think there's something more to it. And I think it has to do with this AT&T trans. I mean, this sticks out to me. A ATT transmission building that provides a lot of wireless service to people in the area was one of the major uh, buildings that took a lot of damage from this. Uh, communications mm. were impacted throughout the area with widespread cell phone service outages. The loss of communication to air towers caused the temporary ground stop at Nashville International Airport on Friday.
0: Well, see, this is a detail that I've just not learned. And, you know, this connects with another news story that I actually I think it has been recent. I don't know if you heard about, which was like, uh, I think a town in Colorado uh somebody intentionally cut the gas pipe they cut the gas line and they hit below zero and uh mo- the whole town was without heat and man, i was like it- i ain't
1: it- hear about
0: that man this shit is getting wild the AT&T transmission tower has another dimension to all of this like and that's, this 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 is getting crazy you know yeah yeah it's another type of, it's another, like, it's, it's something else. Like, it's it's like warfare going on, but, like, another layer of it.
1: You know, another layer of it. I mean, it, we know that 5G is already here, and it's only going to continue to spread over the next, over this new decade that we're technically just starting. Um I mean, could he could he have been sending a message about that? You know, he could he have been like a conspiracy nut or something, you know, and and AT&T, he knows about what they're doing with that. And that was one of his targets. Could he just have been somebody that just wanted to be famous? I mean, that's possible, too. Could he be working for somebody? And and this was a planned attack. That's possible as well. There's so many scenarios. Yeah,
0: so many scenarios.
1: And I mean, the guy, you know, the like I was just reading that guy said he didn't show any bad behavior or nothing. He was always professional, worked for him for several years, and he was about to retire. So, I don't know. They gave
0: us like a dichotomy. Like, you know, they gave us his, his account and they gave us the account that we can't really confirm that, you know his. The neighbor said, "You know, talking about he wanted to be famous." You know that the vague statement. So they kind of get you know the, the headline. The article gave us a dichotomy of the person, and nobody really knows who that person is, which is really weird.
1: Yep, yep. Supposed to be his, his neighbor for a long time since like 2010 or something like that. So I don't know. I mean, you can take that for what it is because it's just a quote from them, but. Uh, yeah, I found that interesting. Another thing that just happened, as you know, I'm—I I'm sure you know—everybody's um, been seeing about the stimulus bill that passed, and um, the House just voted on it. It was—was was it yesterday or it was the day? No, it was two days ago. It was on Monday. The House voted on it, and they passed it. You know, and there was like forty. Republicans that approved of it too to raise the to raise the the payout to the general public if you make like less than 75, 75 000 or less uh raise the $600 up to 2000. So then Bernie Sanders, senator, you know, he's a senator, he's um he he brought it to he brought it to the they were having something a meeting yesterday and he made it apparent he was like you know we 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 need to vote on this let's let's have a vote on this because he was going to withhold his vote for something I, I can't remember exactly but mitch mcconnell who's the sen- uh, damn it he's the senator majority leader he blocked it like automatically right after bernie talked about it and trump has been one of the main people that's been vocal he still is vocal about it today saying they need to raise it to $2,000 but then there's people saying that Trump was just doing that to get people on his side um as his term is about to be over with seemingly and then you just you know we just had the the Georgia runoffs where some it's potentially since Mitch McConnell blocked it there's some uh Republican Candidates that are trying to get into the Senate. So their chances of getting into the Senate look shaky because of it. And that means what that means is potentially if they don't get in, that the Senate can be controlled by the Democrats again, which, I mean, I don't know if Mitch McConnell cares because he just got reelected and People knew people had a feeling anyway, if it went back to the Senate, that it was going to get denied, regardless that they voted on it. But I thought it was interesting to see because I was watching the actual count with the House and seeing how many Republicans actually voted to approve it. I thought that was interesting to see. So, yeah. And they're they're already going out. The six hundred dollars is already going out. Some people have it now. More people will be getting it tomorrow, Friday, in the coming weeks. But I just think it's crazy to see. Like we got one stimulus check, twelve hundred dollars. What was it back in May? Mar- like was March, wasn't it? What? Or April? Something like yeah. And we get another one, but it's half of what that was. I mean I just I just think it's crazy to, honestly it doesn't make business sense. closed
0: down, people unemployed. I'm getting the unemployment alerts every week.
1: Yeah. It's they just got just, one stimulus. Just doesn't make sense to me. So I just wanted to get your, your thoughts on that.
0: Um I think a lot I think a lot of it really is confirming that this shit is going to be really crazy. Like I mean, it's not going to be recognizable. Um, I think it's really even deeper. Like it's going to be, uh, it's going to be different. A lot of stuff is going to be different. Um, politics, I think a lot of shit is starting to get really connected back to tech, to the technology of everything, and it's getting dangerous. Uh, but it's not that it's even. It's it's already there. It's already there. Um, you know, in terms of the stimulus and the back and forth that, is hap- that has been going on with this and this stuff I get with the amount, okay, if it jump in my account, boom, that's when I'm going to really, you know, continue to give it energy because, you know, they've been doing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But at the same time, you know, the Federal Reserve has been cutting shakes every week, you know. Uh, throwing money into the stock market inflating the stock market inflating the crypto market inflating the gold and silver market precious metals market inflating all the markets when they, they couldn't even sit down and just boom give us a check again and you know at some point now when they finally sit down and try to agree they try to give us something underhanded to where it's like a low amount like six hundred dollars is half of what we already got before while they've done underhanded shit what like you know mandate certain governors is mandated where you can't get alcohol after nine o'clock and basically have bankrupt start small businesses in in indirect ways um you know it's it is mind-blowing but it's not because I still think the end game is going to be some type of like revolution um because I think it's gonna really I think the pain is just starting to begin and it's all connected
1: I'm gonna say this um just to interject on that i think it's important look okay and we we might go off topic a little bit but i'm just gonna go and say go ahead and say it. i support the second amendment i'm not for taking away guns i think it's important to have certain restrictions on who can get certain guns and you know i think that's important but if you're somebody that's Okay, if you're somebody that has something to lose, if you have a family, if you have values, you know, valuables and stuff like that, I think you should have some type of firearm on you. Like, I feel like you should, because I feel like at this point, that's where it's headed. You know, six hundred dollars. A Glock costs six hundred dollars.
0: That's what it seems like to
1: me. You know what I mean? I just went and put in my 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 application to get my permit. You know, and I'm about to get a concealed carry right after that. Like, I, I mean, that's, this shit is uh, it's not a fucking game, man. It's not a game. And I think it would be smart if you looking forward, I mean, moving forward to have some type of protection on you. Shit, I'm about to get a bulletproof vest. I'm about to get tactical knives. Like, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, because that's where I think it's going to go at some point. I don't know when, if that's the immediate future, if it's years, a couple of years down the road. But I think it's going to go that way. And then you need to be prepared for that, um, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to interject. You can continue.
0: Well, I mean, that's what I was saying about, you know, I haven't really put too much energy into the actual events that's been going on. But like, I feel like it's all connected to some type of warfare that we don't really understand that we that we're really under currently uh, on all levels. Um, and I don't think we understand that our governmental sh- uh, system is not, we don't really understand what's going on. And like, we're not, you're not, the, America is not America as we even really grew up on. Like at some point it changed. And uh, right now it's going to definitely change. Like even does it doesn't matter what happens politically, like it's set in stone because all of us connected. And now, I'm, I'm understanding it's all connected with the technology, too, who seem to really have control over everything at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, we're all addicted to the technology. Uh, so, you know, we're heading down a weird path. We're heading down a weird path. And I think with the stimulus, what they're doing is just, they're just basically trying to focus and focus and focus. And I think with connect, that connected with the vaccine and just how kind of goofy and, I think it's just getting. They're just trying to get blatant with it to where something happens, and and maybe the that thing that happened in Nashville was the beginning stages of citizens, you know, kind of going crazy. Because I think we're going to go crazy. I think I think that's what they're doing. I think that like, oh, we're going to give them six hundred, but you know, like I think that's this is what they're doing. Oh, we're going to give them the vaccine and make like they're just trying to you know, just trying to, like, confuse us and just trying to stir us up. And maybe they're putting a a spell on us on a a large scale. Maybe the stuff that happened in Nashville was, you know, us starting to retaliate. You can look at it that way because I I think the end game is going to be some type of revolution with us as the people, not as not even, like, we're going to understand it's not about race. It's going to be us as the people together against the government and the higher-ups. In the end, that's what I think. I don't know how long it's going to take it may take a long time, and it's the end of. And maybe that what happened in Nashville is connected with you know them doing stuff like how they're going about the stimulus, because I'm telling you they print money every week, print money, print money, putting it in their pockets basically, and then they just now trying to give us the six hundred dollars and they still can't vote on it, and they and then the headlines are saying oh you're going to get two thousand, but you're going to get the $600 first, but then they're going to vote on the two thousand, so is it twenty six hundred, or like I mean like so I'm looking at it as they're trying to this is this is the beginning when we look back, this is the it's beginning stage. <laughs> like, when, when we look back, this is the beginning stages of them like you know pushing pushing the people to the point where you know we, we're gonna push back. And maybe what happened in Ashra was maybe he, that was a cry out. Maybe you know it seemed goofy, but maybe him, you know, he didn't want to kill anybody or anything like that. The, the 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 AT and T point that added a weird dimension, extra dimension to it. But maybe you know, without that, without really looking too deep into that, maybe he was trying to not really kill anybody. But he was that was a crowd to the government or to like you know the people in power. AT and is a technology company, and I still think you know, AT and
1: is one of the most powerful companies in it, the world.
0: They you know AT and T, Facebook, Amazon, these are suited to control the government and control. Like that's who really controls the world. So before we get even that deep, maybe the that maybe his that was an act of him shooting back to the government, which is AT&T, which is the internet, or who controls the internet right now. Um may I've still, when we look back, this is the beginning stages of what we would call the revolution. This may be the early, early stages, but like, yeah, I think even this is connected with the stimulus with the 600. like is this dumb. They should be I mean, it doesn't even make sense. they they're printing so much money each week, printing it back buying, shit back up and dumping it and you know manipulating price, manipulating stocks and uh, all the markets by money that the that the Federal Reserve is printing, which is controlled by the treasury, which isn't you know, can't can't con- connect with the other branch of government to give us money. but yeah, they can throw it into the markets and manipulate the uh, institutional investor each week each day.
1: Uh, I just wanted to show this uh, to people that do uh, see the video. I'll just say what it, I'm showing. I'm showing the current price of Bitcoin and it's at $28,976.41. It's already went over 29000 today. And it continues to rise and it'll pull back a little bit and then it goes back up more. But it has been rising this entire month. It's been going up gradually. And... I see people. Oh, yeah! There's something major that happened with Bitcoin that I'm, I'm glad I brought this up. I'm, I'm going. I'm about to bring that into. You got to get ready. Um, but uh, yeah. Okay, people. The revolution. You know, we talk about revolutions. We talk about uh, a great reset. Yeah, financial reset is what we're talking about for the most part. But there are people that are going to take it to the streets. Because their civil rights are being, our civil rights are being taken away from us by the government. It's super obvious. So there, that's there's two different, you could look at it as one major revolution, but there's going to be many battles within that. Uh, but the major thing is the financial reset. That is the major thing. You see news uh, in terms of crypto uh, about XRP. You look at XRP right now, XRP's prices climbed up a little bit. You know, um, oh, I will say this. If you got XRP on a custodial wallet, such as Coinbase, Binance, Kraken, Gemini, I would suggest that you get something like Ledger and move it to there or sell it because it's going to be delisted starting next month because of this ongoing lawsuit with XRP to, to, to figure out if it's a security or not. I've already moved mine's. The, the amount that I have, I moved all of it to led, my ledger. And I'm b- starting to become more wary of Coinbase in particular. I just, I think they're doing some shady shit, low key. I'm about not to fuck with them.
0: It's going to be yeah. like PayPal. It's going to be like PayPal, basically. Binance,
1: I think Binance is still, I, I mean, I still use Binance too, but Co- Coinbase, every time prices skyrocket or jump, it always shuts down. And, you know, they always say, on, email, on their account, on their Twitter account, that everything's good, you know, whatever. But these custodial wallets for crypto, I would suggest getting a ledger or something like that to, to move it to there because, again, the great reset, the financial reset, think about it. This guy taking down AT&T communication tower, knocking out people's cell phone usages, you know, outages like that. What happens when there's just a blackout entirely? You know, like a huge blackout. You can't, you ain't got no access to none of your stuff online. Your custodial wallets, everything, your whole, your whole life savings is in those fucking custodial wallets and the US dollar continues to deflate. So it's like, damn, you would have wished, damn, that I had some precious metals on me. You would have wished that you had that ledger. You would have wished that you had some fucking Pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards Coins. Coin, coins. You know, you would have wished that you had these things. So that's why I'm saying it's important if you're going to get into this game, because it all it is all an elaborate game to me. Um, it's just whether you decide to play it or not. If you want to get into this crypto game, I think you should get a, a hardware. A, I think you should get like a ledger, which is like a, a hardware wallet instead of using these custodial wallets, because you never know if they'll get shut down. Um, But uh, yeah, man, I'm looking at the price of crypto. Crypto continuing to go up. And there was huge news that just happened with this. I'm sure you've seen it, because he used to play for the team that you fuck with, the Seahawks. Russell Okun, offensive lineman, just got a major payday in Bitcoin. They're paying this man in Bitcoin. He's the first athlete I've seen before. The first fucking athlete I've seen to get paid. And he is literally getting paid in Bitcoin. Millions in Bitcoin. He's the first NFL player. And he's been going crazy. He's on his Twitter. That's all he's been talking about is Bitcoin. Pay me in Bitcoin. He said that. He said that last May 14th, 2019. Paid in Bitcoin, just yesterday. He that's all he talks about on his Twitter is Bitcoin, and this wasn't no this dude was a really, you know, good player. You would say yourself, uh,
0: yeah, I believe he was one of our first uh, first round draft picks
1: out of uh, Oklahoma State, left tackle. Yeah, look at this right here. Russell Okung will receive half of his thirteen million dollar contract in Bitcoin. Thanks to his relationship with zap by strike and the company's relationship with Bitcoin. The deal is the first of its kind in the NFL and fulfills a goal. A set out on May 13th, 2019 when he tweeted, pay me in Bitcoin. And yeah, you know, again, you could say things like this are planned because I mean, he, he, again, it says he has a relationship with a company that has a relationship with Bitcoin itself. And uh, this is major to to see something like, I mean, he's not even a star player. Like imagine if they did this for, and you know it's going to happen at some point. I can already see it. Imagine they give something like this to LeBron, you know what I mean? Like paying him in Bitcoin or some shit or paying like uh, another top player, you know what I mean? in Bitcoin somewhere like uh Tom Brady or some shit like this is major. I don't think people understand how big of a deal this is that they're actually starting to do this. And he, you know, he's been talking about going to Sports Center. He wants to talk about Bitcoin on Sports Center. Um he, all he's talking about is earning Bitcoin. He, he, everything, every all of his tweets are about cryptocurrency. And it makes you think, it's like, he knows something that we obviously, well, me and you understand, but a lot of the world still does not get, the next decade will be about Bitcoin's mass adoption. That's what he tweeted yesterday. He obviously knows some shit we don't know, you know, and he could be getting, well, he is getting paid to talk about this. And Bitcoin's price continues to rise. So the question I have to ask, rhetorical question is, are you going to take place in this or are you just going to sit by the wayside and watch it happen? Because this is happening and major people are involved in it. Billionaires on billionaires, athletes, average Joes. There's a lot of people on it. There's a lot of people that still don't get it. People, do you not understand that they're already implementing Bitcoin ATMs? Like, do y'all not get it? This shit is happening, and people are just going to w- watch it and not understand that this is the what we've been talking about, the financial reset. They're implementing this shit slowly but surely into everyday life. So yeah, I just wanted to get your, uh, your thoughts about this. Remember that? Bitcoin ATM? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that. Oh, that's something I still want to look into. Yeah, for sure.
0: That's in a small town in North Carolina of 3,000 people. I don't even know why. That that was, that was, the ATM was put in there like in late 2019, early 2020. Let me see if I can get it to focus in. Yeah. It's a, I don't even know what, I don't even understand it. It's mainstream. The tokenization is here. Either get in get in it or you know just let the big dogs eat. That's how I look at it. You gotta, you know, build your chest up for the game though, because it ain't built for everybody.
1: And that's the one thing I don't like. Like, well, you know, there's always gonna be naysayers of any and everything. And people are like, man, it's just you know, the rich are gonna get richer and there's gonna be more poor people and shit. They were like, Man, they were like, Man, we just this people is just trying to make sure they got meals. For their families, they ain't nobody worrying about uh, Bitcoin. You know, but I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you're worrying about this check. You're, You're trying to get this stimulus, this $600. When you should, you could, you could be thinking about that, but you could also be trying to think like, well, maybe I should start to invest a little bit, you know, just something and throw it into it just a little bit because this shit is happening folks like he just said that shit's been there for like over a year and people were dissing the fuck out of bitcoin like just last year and look at the price of it it's fucking all-time highs right now like how do you not understand this shit like and it's just continuing there's more bitcoin atms are just popping up and people don't get it like you know
0: i'm gonna the corny thing is you know about what you said, because I, because a lot of people would say, you know, who cares about Bitcoin? You got to eat meals, yada, yada, yada. I mean, the same thing can be said for me and you and everybody else that invests and, you know, take the take the risk to still invest in these different assets, these new asset classes. Um, what you got to understand is maybe some people like me, maybe I look at it as I'm going to get up and I'm going to work hard so I can make sure I uh, get me point whatever Bitcoin. Instead, if I look at it as I'm going to get paid in, you know, $1,200 or $1,000, I'm looking like I'm going to get paid in a certain amount of Ether or a certain amount of Bitcoin because I am already kind of accepted it. You already accepted the dollars here. Who made us accept that the dollar, you know, that we, that we have to go to a nine to five and work 40 hours a week for dollars? You know what I mean? The dollar is made out of sin and something already made it. We already accepted the dollar. So what's wrong with accepting Bitcoin? Which in a, in a way, Bitcoin, Ether, these new uh, assets, I think are more liberating than what we were what we were on before. And I think it, that is also connected with you know the clarity that's going to come out of the lawsuit that's happening. Because I, th- I feel like in the end, it's going to be revolutions in our ass our all aspects. And I think Bitcoin is a got has got a lot to do with it as well, which is why it's going up.
1: And yeah, and also I, I see people that say. You know, th- again, like going back to what I was saying before, it's like it's just going to be more poor people. But don't you get it? Like everyday people, average Joes are investing in this shit now, like because they understand there's only a there's a small there's only a finite amount of Bitcoin available. There's not going to be any more made moving forward. Uh So y- if you're going to get on it, you should start looking into it now, because this is something that. Fucking billionaire is like the what the Winklevoss twin, you know, one of the Winklevoss twins. Uh, if you've seen ever seen The Social Network, that movie about Facebook, how they said pretty much Mark Zuckerberg stole their idea and uh, they got paid billions because of it. Well, they're invested heavily in crypto and they're predicting Crypto to go to like fucking a hundred thousand dollars at some point or even higher than that. Some people saying a million dollars one day.
0: They created the, the Gemini exchange, yeah. They, cre- current, they, they,
1: exchange. They, they fucking created an exchange, so like and, and I agree, I, I kind of agree with him, it's gonna be at least a hundred thousand. This is a billionaire telling you this. He's got he's invested millions on millions into this shit. Like, I mean, I don't understand how people just sit by and just like okay, I'm still okay, I still don't believe in it, you know it's whatever it's like, okay, you think it's it's gambling, sure, it's gambling, but would you rather have would you rather gamble for the mega millions um or what and you know most of the time majority of the time you're not gonna get anything from it, or would you rather take a gamble with this something that is very volatile where you are guaranteed at some point well. Not, I'm not going to say guarantee, but there's a high chance that you will see some type of profit and you will see some type of loss depending on if you're selling or holding. Would you rather take a chance on this or would you just rather just continue to throw away your money and, you know, wish upon a star that you hit the lottery one day? I mean, I just to me, I, it's it's very obvious what I think people should do. But hey, that's that's for you. I mean, because I I, again I just be seeing people whining and stuff. It's just like, nah, you know, saying, like, man, this is just another thing for the rich to get richer, and there's gonna be more poor people. But at the end of the day, man, it's like you can't save everybody. There's just gonna be people that are going to get left behind, and that's is what it is. There's people that are gonna get rich. I mean. Are you somebody that's going to be like nah, I'm for everybody. I'm trying to save everybody, so I'm not going to jump in on this. I you know, or are you somebody that really wants to go somewhere and be uh, you know, take a chance at something, you know, bigger than yourself and so in the future you won't have to worry about struggling like you are now and you know, looking for a $600 check, you know? So I mean, what would you what would you say to people like that because i'm sure you see that too online
0: well i was i was going to interject i was going to say we've been here before we all could have invested in bitcoin right before it took off you know what i mean like if we if we, if we would have all invested shit a thousand dollars in bitcoin in 2012 or 20, 2013 like i mean we would be chilling right now and i think oh, this is kind of what's going on now not with just with bitcoin with, with a lot of shit that's just in the space and you know you can't just be scared. This is what I was saying about you know you got to get your chance ready for it. Um, you know, I, I, you got to make a choice. Make a choice. You know, at the end of the day, like I still think it's you know revolutionary technology because in any in any society you got to have some type of currency, and I still feel like you know this is this is aligning not necessarily Bitcoin per se. Bitcoin can be used to liberate, you know, us as as average Joes and uh, Josettes, so or however you want to say it, men and women. This, this can be used to liberate us. Uh, but I think, you know, the technology in general, not necessarily Bitcoin, but like Bitcoin is going to bring the light. XRP is going to bring the light. Ethereum is going to bring the light to this space to what is going to take us to the next step. For real. And I think it's going to start with, you know, you making that decision on, you know, if you want to, you know, take a, take a part in what's going on. Because, you know, I, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just going to build a knowledge for myself and make the right decision for myself. You know, I can't I'm not here to give you financial advice and do you, tell you what's right or, or wrong. Um, it's based on what you want to do and the decisions you want to make and the risk because everything is a risk. Do you want to take the risk and do you want to move forward? <laughs> or do you want to, you know, deal with the disadvantage that may, may come from it? That's how I look at it. That's that's exactly how I look at it. Uh, and, you know, I, I have to make a choice. You know, my choice is is going to, you know, play itself out and we, we all are going to have to do the same thing. I believe that the, the technology is revolutionary. Bitcoin included, and I think Bitcoin—you know—it could be used. I think it's—I think it's so revolutionary that it is used by bad actors, and I think that that's why they can't take it away, and that's why it's ultimately going to flourish like something we never seen before. But I think it's also it may cause a lot of problems as well. But it's just not going to go anywhere, and it's just going to—you got to jump in it. You just got to—I feel like it's just going to—it's just so revolutionary. You have to jump into. You have to. You have to take a part of it. It's like, it's like a technology that's you know on a level of just like dot um, com, like something like you know. It's not like the internet because the internet is something like the blockchain or like distributive ledger. Like that would be something like the equivalent of the internet. But like Bitcoin is like the equivalent of a, like the dot com or or HTTP protocol or it's like that. It's not going. It's not and going they, anywhere. And it's got something crypt- we're gonna use on a daily basis.
1: They got crypto that people think will rival uh google that 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 will be something like google you know there's decentralized financing like with all you know there's crypto that you earn we talked i talked about in the past you earn interest by just holding or what they call staking mm-hmm. the crypto you know what i mean so there's so many ways to get money now like especially with this market it's it's insane man it's insane and we're still so early on it
0: yep you're you're 100% right. It's a rev, It's going to be a revolution in all aspects, and you know, staking is going to be something that's going to it's going to destroy how we look at um, saving. Because staking already, if you stake this past year, you already made a, a better return than when, than you would in like a saving a traditional savings account. You already made the best return you probably ever made in your life without doing really anything but holding a cryptocurrency. And you know, you uh, you'll soon understand why you have that and see, in the different governmental uh, branches, which are having you know their own division, you're going to see why they're going to start shooting off these lawsuits because this is a revolution. You're making money; you can make so much. You can make a shit ton of money to support yourself and your family by not doing anything, by not necessarily going to work. You know what I mean? It's going to be a revolution, and do you want to take a part of that? Do you want to you know blame that technology and you know? Continue to go to work for the dollar, which is, you know, continuing to, you know, depreciate, which is also being intentionally depreciated. Do you want to continue to, you know, do that or do you want to take a part of the revolution?
1: I mean, look at this, man. Like. One point, March 15th, Bitcoin was five thousand three hundred and fifty five dollars a share. Look how hit It just has like skyrocketed in the just month alone and people have been predicting this all year that this was going to happen like they've been there's a lot of youtubers out there that covered cryptocurrency there's and there's been a lot of them that predicted this was when it was going to explode and i mean it really is like just look at this upward mobility like it took the later you know the fourth quarter of the year it literally just flourished and it is just all time high you know, and it's it's hit twenty-nine thousand um today. So
0: what did I say hundred K by the middle of January? I think or was it fifty K. It's looking like fifty K by the middle of January. I still I, I still, can, still I mean
1: I can see it, I can see 100. I still stand by that. Shit, if it hit fifty by the end of January, I'll say it'll hit a hundred by the summer.
0: I'll say 50 K by the middle. and I'm not into price predictions. I'll say that. But, you know, it's, it's just feeling to me like 50 K by the middle of January is conservative by the middle of January. By like January 23rd or some shit. But I, st- I still feel like I still feel like, you know, in the next couple of weeks and in, ne- in the month of January, it's going to be so. I mean, you know, you have you have so many chairmen, so many different chairmen and presidents say that in this next six to eight weeks, we'll have so, many, so much clarity when it comes to crypto assets. I still feel like in the month of January, it's going to be so much that's about to pop off. You better get ready for what's about to pop off, basically. Let me ask to- you, need to jump in. You need to jump in the, in the field.
1: What do you think about all these uh, these reports about the, the government? They're trying to make these regulations on crypto. How do you think that's going to play out?
0: I think regardless, even if they would want to make regulations, say they do make regulations and they have these CBDCs. I still feel like the regulations that they put in place was still like in the end. In the end, the regulations are going to still uh, hamper the space. And I think it's going to, you know, defeat the purpose of them joining and uh, creating a digital asset. So I think that um, if before before or say even if they if these if these regulations go into into place a little bit after the regulations go into place they're not going to be able to hold up period this is revolutionary it's on a revolutionary level and it may not you know you may have it's going to be such a revolutionary level that you're going to have certain you know assets that you know may be restrictive like a cbdc you know digital like a cbdc it's going to be restrictive. You can tell about how they, how they, you know, talking about them. You're going to have certain crypto assets that are going to be restrictive in protocol. But I'm been saying that the nature of 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 cryptocurrency is going to be revolutionary. And what does that mean? So say this, say this, uh, you know, say you know they come out with these regulations that you need KYC, yada yada yada. What I'm trying to say is. They're going to come out, you know, come out with CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currencies, where we're going to be forced to, you know, have a dollar. But it's going to be through the United States government. Treasury
1: also, it's going to be a digital dollar. I think I'm, it's important if you uh you break down the KYC.
0: KYC is know your customers basically means that you have to give them, you know, so much information, which basically doesn't make you anonymous anymore at all. Uh, which like that, you have to give them like a picture of your ID, a picture of a bill. Uh, bank statement like they have to know you basically but that becomes significant in the concept of cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency in itself needs to be it needs to be some type of security and some some type of anonymity in nature um and kyc kind of defeats that purpose when you're trying to scale a certain asset to a larger scale so you can't necessarily you have conflict of interest when you have kyc on a large scale this is kind of what i'm trying to say like they're going to try to have these regulations and they're going to, I still think, you know, the nature that they, who, the characters who run shit, they're going to try to power over us and implement this. But like the nature of cryptocurrency is revolutionary. So they're going to try to implement KYC, but KYC can't be implemented to give you the perfect dynamic of of an actual currency. Because what KYC will actually create is, it'll make your currency easily to be hacked. And your citizens don't want a currency that is going to be easily to be hacked by other countries. KYC itself will bring that problem. But see, the government has a sticky situation because they know we want to be able to give digital currencies because we can be able to track payments. But see, this is where the revolution comes in hand. The, the biggest way that they can track these, you know, track their currency is through KYC, but KYC Ultimately, they can't give us KYC because it defeats the sec- the, the, defeats, it defeats the security. The
1: yeah, it, it
0: defeats it. It defeats it. So you got to understand how revolutionary this is. This is why Bitcoin, this shit is going to keep going up and it may crash. But it doesn't matter anything. All the shit is going to keep going up. It All the right shit, if you do your research. All the right shit. I mean, it, all this it's, shit. It's,
1: bound, it's bound to crash. I mean, it's at all-time highs. It's going to crash at some point.
0: And I brought up the crash word because I still feel like I also also feel like I'm still I'm an XRP holder and I still hold my bags because I still I feel like when we look back, it's going to be this XRP case is going to be so big. It's going to be a Wolf of Wall Street type situation. And it may it's going to affect everything. It's going to affect Bitcoin and everything, because at the end of the day, you know, to put my tenfold kufi on, you got to really look at it like this. Bitcoin, you know, could be connected with a lot of crazy shit. Bitcoin, if they're talking about XRP as a security and we need regulation, regulation clarity, Bitcoin needs it as well. From the government, from the government, from the government's perspective, let's be honest. So maybe XRP started a case of big cases. They already, you know, they did declare uh, Bitcoin and Ether secu- they, non-securities and not securities. Bitcoin and Ether aren't securities. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're against any type of case that could pop up out of nowhere is what I'm saying. And you, you just got to have you got to be aware. But you can never go wrong with something that's physical. You know, you, and that's that's what I'm going to say about that. It's not advice, but you got to really do your research and just hedge your investment. I just think you got to do that, you know. But, I, you know, I, I wanted to speak on that KYC. I think the KYC to know your customer is what? You know the government wants to implement, but I think it's going to affect a lot of you know the the plans of what they want to do because that defeats is That you you would have to make this more you know to to total totalitarian is what I want to say. And right. maybe maybe people will accept it, but it's going to be something that we're going to see. We're going to see what's about to happen. We're going to see and we're going to have to you know we're going to have to face it. And this is why we have to have these type of discussions. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, changing topics because this is something I wanted to mention uh, can we talk about how Biden is a fucking yes man because he was talking about you know eliminating student debt right and I had said before about the $50,000 He's done, he since then walked that back and saying nah I don't think that's something we're going to do and he's continued to bash uh Trump's um administration. And you know, he, he's for, you know, he's he's done his vaccine or whatnot. Kamala just did one online, I mean, on live TV. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this is this is what I mean, this is what y'all the people voted for, right? They voted for this dude, like he was gonna come in and change shit. When literally, he's been a yes man his entire career. You expected him to come in and make major moves. Like again, like you, if you wanted somebody to make major moves, potentially, you had Bernie Sanders right there, who was super radical. But again, nah, uh, Biden. You know, Biden was the the the, the clear choice for people to, to take down. Oh, Mr. Bad Trump, you know, Mr. Trump or whatever, you know, to take him down. But now people I see people are starting to have second thoughts like, well, maybe Trump wasn't as bad because it's like, what is what is so much better about Biden? And he's not even he hasn't been even inaugurated yet. And I've, I've already I'm already seeing this online from people. And uh, just to state it here, I didn't participate in this voting um, elections or whatnot, because I don't believe in this, this how this government is being ran to begin with. It doesn't matter the side, uh, the, the candidate that's coming from. I just see it as for, for what it is. It's just theatrics at the end of the day. And we know that these guys are nothing more than puppets. So... And we know that this shit is rigged, regardless of who what the outcome is going to be if we want to take it a step further with that. but um, yeah, I'm just looking I'm just looking at it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm seeing people walking in it back now, like, yeah, I mean, this is what y'all voted for, right but Biden comes into the office and he 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 comes in and, and um he'll get inaugurated if he makes it all four years. You know, he, we already know he's just a yes, sir, no, sir. He's that, he's that type of dude. He's going to try to say what's right to the public, you know, always, but never take any risk, never make any actual moves. And then four years pass by and then another election, Trump could come right back in. Maybe that was Trump's plan this, the entire time because he's already thrown hints about running again in 2024 also Kanye has talked about 2024 but so yeah um but yeah let me uh yeah I just want to give you your thoughts so far about what you've seen about uh Biden's administration to come with
0: it oh it's it's no coming back after this there's still no president like it's still not going to be another president I feel like you know, if, if if Biden makes it to office, it's over with. It's over with either way, because I feel like this is going to be the decisive moment. Um, and with the Biden administration, it is what I thought it was. You know, it's not him. You know, um, the people the people clearly are so dumbed down that it doesn't matter either way. You know, they're going to go play off of the basic instincts really understand. We're going to play off. We're so dumbed down. We're going to play off the basic instincts, the emotions, um, you know, how, how things feel. We're not going to look at how, you know, stuff really is going or how, how we're not going to think about how shit is really going on around us. And in our life, you know, We're not going to look at the the deeper, the the, the deeper aspect of what's going on and and the pieces of what's around us, basically. And you're basically seeing how, you know, everything is being taken right from under under us. And, you know, I think it's going to be symbolic with him as our president and with that cabinet and the last 15 to 20 years.
1: You see that pandering? He did with his cabinet, uh, Biden, like uh, he, um, his whole communications team is all women trying to make it super diverse. In fact, this is a fucking fact right here. I just found out he got some people from North Carolina. He got some black people, one that went to A&T, um, uh, HBCU. He actually got somebody from Goldsboro as well, That from my background, from where I'm from originally um to be a part of his uh administration he tried to get the black female mayor of Atlanta Keisha Bottoms to join his administration she declined it so I'm like you see all of this pandering that he's doing and what is it for what is it leading up to
0: but people like it though his constituents like it so you know it is what it is you know Something, yeah, yeah. It's, it's deeper. it is even his constituents have to look at what his his. The people have to look at it deeper than what they what they thought it was. So, you know, at this point, it has to play out. You have to arm yourself. Basically, it, it's got to play out. Yeah, you can't say this is not what you what you what you didn't expect. Basically, even if you voted for him. You you thought he was gonna come in here and, and change the whole world? He told he didn't tell you what exactly what he was gonna do. He just said what somebody didn't do.
1: Yep. People just want, you know, I'm seeing that I'm seeing the trending right now. Trump failed America uh because of the rising COVID cases. It's like every day there's a new record high number of cases, I see, or whatever. Saying he failed America. They the hatred for him was the reason why Biden has won the was the reason why Biden won the election, but I mean
0: that's a basic emotion, though if, you if know.
1: If uh, well, if Biden takes the office, you know, and he comes in and he doesn't do anything really major, he just you know, yes sir, no sir. You know, he's the he's Congress's bitch, which is what I expect him to be. And his 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 boss is actually his vice president. Um, you know, I mean, like what I mean, what are people gonna look back like damn, damn, Biden really wasn't the the right choice at the end of the day? You know, Biden was the right the right choice. Trump, yeah, Trump has done a lot of dumb shit, said a lot of dumb shit but he's also done some stuff probably well behind the scenes and he's been very vocal about certain things to make you think what who truly who he, who is he truly because then you you see people that knew him before his presidency when he was just a reality tv star people loved him they they were shouting him out in songs you know he was he was cool for the most part it was only until he he ran and he started taking shots at uh Obama that people really started having the issue with him. And people let these these political affiliations blind them from what's really happening. You know, they they're, they're die hard Democrat or they're die hard Republican. When really it's bigger than both parties. If if you're if you're really trying to make something a change for the better for this this uh this country, you gotta have to find some common ground rather than just be so full of yourself to get to the next election and win again. You know that that's what it seems like, and we're the ones that's paying these people's salaries and shit. Yet they they come in here and they don't get anything really done that we want. They just make excuses or they have bills that just sit there. I've just seen recently where Mitch McConnell you know the uh the majority leader of the Senate saying he got like hundreds of bills just sitting on his desk hasn't even looked at them nothing like you know and and this is I'm like this is what people voted in Ma- makes you think like is it worth voting to begin with? That's the question
0: I, I asked to the, the listeners. It's gonna be the beginning of a revolution, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's like the, the writings on the wall in all aspects. Because they've gotten paid to basically go on recess. They've gotten paid to not do anything, they've gotten paid to argue about something that they know that they're gonna basically shaft us in the end. If both sides knew that they're gonna shit on us in the end, either way.
1: Fucking Pelosi uh Nancy Pelosi. Months ago, I think Trump was talking about $2,000 stimulus, and she shot it down months ago. Now, all of a sudden, 2000 is what the public needs. There are people struggling. There was people struggling then, too. So I yeah. wonder why you changed your tune. Why you, why did you change your tune all of a sudden?
0: It's not about us. It's, you know, and, and the more and more people are going to start to realize what's really going on. This is just the beginning stages of the shit. I think it's sick. It's sickening, it, man.
1: Yeah. Um, trying to think, was there anything else I wanted to discuss this episode? Because in terms of the news, there wasn't. I mean, I feel like the major stuff is what we we just talked about a little bit. Um. Yeah, I was going, well, I guess we could say since it hasn't happened yet, like with the coming new year. Well, okay, yeah, going into the new year or just an overview, looking back this year. What do you have to say about this year? What have you learned, you know, and what are you going to do moving forward past this year?
0: I guess this year. And I definitely what I learned is that you can't take anything for granted. And I know that's cliche, but like it made me really realize what matters in my life. um, because a lot of people have lost a lot of people in their lives and have, have dealt with a lot of uh uh shit pulling them here and there. You know, we all we've all dealt with that. We've all we've all dealt with another battle you know another level of a battle that we've had to deal with um so you know i definitely learned a lot i think i i I think you know 2020 when i look back it's going to be the beginning of uh great times the beginning of it and i say great times because to be for something to end up being great it has to start with something that really shook you up Something that really uh, I think shift you to get on the on that on that path to greatness, and I think uh, with what I had to deal with, what I've seen, you know, the fellow man and woman around me that I love had to deal with, what we've had to deal with on all scales. Uh, for me, and I think on a collective for a certain group, I hope all of us. And when I mean certain group, I mean I hope when I say that as humans, you know. um, I hope this is the beginning of greatness. I know for me, at least I, I, I just, I know this is the beginning of greatness and I know this is uh, so much pain has come out of this year. Even I thought I felt pain before this. Uh, and this year is like, it was another level of it, you know, and I, I could feel other people's pain too. And I, I, I felt like it was just a beginning of, of a lesson that is going to, you know, have something that's going to um, be beneficial in the end for me and hopefully for all of us. Uh, so I learned, you know, you got to basically you can't take anything for granted. Um, you have to really understand yourself too, you know. You can't you can't um, bullshit on your own health. You know, you can't bullshit on your own health. You have to Start looking at your own hygiene, the hygiene of of those around you. Um, You have to basically look to see what do I want out of life? And not just what I want out of life in the way of the mental, but, like, even the physical. Like, do I want to, like, focus on my health better? Because, you know, it's still a pandemic and there's still sickness going on. There's still stuff going on. And it made, made me focus more so on my health. I um, even though, you know, I I'm not the perfect person. I uh I think that's a part of being human, never being perfect, because we're all gonna have stuff that is gonna be there that we gotta face. Um, uh, but I think in the overall view of things for my health, I think I, I gotten better focusing on my health. Um, you know, trying to focus on what will uh be healthier for me. So I think that's another big thing. Um it's been a long year, honestly. It's been a long year. Um, wow, just gotta keep pushing forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned a lot. I learned a lot uh, for for you know for what's coming up for me. For what's coming up? The move to look forward. Um, I think I got to continue to a lot time to the right shit like i I mean uh, it was about working on my energy this past year uh you know cutting the negative energy in my corner uh focusing on my energy to be able to be at the highest level so i can you know be productive in the right shit in my life and i think for this year it's just to you know continue to cut waste and everything and to put the right energy towards the stuff that's being productive you know um my hobbies and you know me growing as a man basically so i look forward to just continue to building on uh what i've been building on and to uh you know start new adventures i feel like i'm i'm reaching when they say you're hitting your prime i feel like i'm finally you know hitting into my prime where it's not this shit is getting easy it never gets easy it's just that shit is getting better to understand basically and uh, even the hardships is getting better to understand. It's it's never easy. It's it, it get. It, I feel like it gets harder, but I feel like stuff is getting gets easier to understand as a man. And I'm trying to continue to work on that. Now developing those skills. How about for yourself,
1: man? Uh, this year for me, man, it's just been it's just been a lot, dude. It's just been a roller coaster of just emotions and stuff I've went through mentally, uh, physically. Top of the year, crazy shit happened for me. Just like the first day of the year, some crazy stuff happened for me in my uh, personal life. You know, and that really shook, that really changed That really started my year off just different to begin with. You know, Um, and the next month or so, you know, I'm just thinking, like, it's just been so much. It's just crazy, man. I was just really, like, just hearing you, you know, talk. I was just thinking about everything that's going on. And, man, it's just, like, it gets me emotional to think about certain things because it's, like, it's just, I, I, I'm, I know I'm a completely different person than who I was at the beginning of this year. Um, and I just think about, like, like back in February, we I remember we went out and stuff and we were turning up and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure we were talking about COVID back then, but it hadn't broken out in the U.S. at that point, I don't think. And then March is when everything happened and we were on lockdown. I know we were still discussing that. I know you were talking heavily back then about investing. And at that point, I wasn't really focused on that myself because I was still trying to figure out what I was what I wanted to do moving forward. Over the course of the next nine months, you know, this year is about to be up um, calendar year. I know what I want to do now and I feel more confident about it moving forward than I ever did before. You know, I I don't really care anymore about uh, playing like video games. I don't really care about trying to just fuck on some random chicks like I used to. Like you know, have that in my mentality. I don't care about really getting clothes like that no more. You know, now it's just me, man. I just I'm just being sober. Don't you know, I try not to drink. I haven't smoked in the longest. I'm going exercising still drinking plenty of water multivitamins, black seed oil. I'm doing that every day. Um, I'm investing. Uh, I'm working on my music. We're starting a business, which I mean, we've already, you know, we've discussed that, but we're starting a business and that that's going to be huge. I already. I mean, I can just feel it. You know, it's, it, it was written. That's that. That's how I feel. Like, you know, it was written. Like, I feel like it's predestined. Um, that. That's how I feel about a lot of things that happen in my life because I. I keep getting hit with deja vu with just different things. Um, yeah. Even in my music, it's like it's hard. It's like sometimes I don't like. I don't want to make music sometimes because. I just, I get to that point. It's just, I, I just go in and start talking about prophecy and talking about the chosen. It's just that every time it's just like, I go back to that in my, it just comes out of my mind. you know. This, that's just where I'm at with it, you know, with my music. And it'd be depressing at times listening to my music, but I know that people hear it, when people will hear it, they'll feel it, you know? So that's why I continue to make it. Um, but yeah, man, you know, just uh, working on the music, investing, the the comp- uh, the company, you know, we, we got a, a business now, you know, business owners going into 2021, which is, I mean, that's major, man. You know, that's yeah. something big. I can't, I don't even really, I can't even really name anybody in my family that's ever had like a business before, honestly.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, it feels good. That, that definitely feels good.
1: I don't even know anybody in my family that has a master's degree and I got, a I got a master's degree, you know? So it's, it's crazy to think, man, like moving forward, what we're trying to do with that. And there's so many, I mean, I got a lot of ideas behind that. I'm sure you have a lot of ideas. So yeah, that's it's over you know. with,
0: it's, 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 a rocket ship from here. That's what that signifies for me.
1: It's man. And I'll be thinking to myself, like, Bro, like somebody had a good tweet. I think I seen earlier. People is like, you know, they worry about that six hundred, but it's like, and yeah, maybe that tell, maybe that should let you know something that you haven't been hustling hard enough. If you're so worried about that six hundred, that you should be trying to get over the the uh, um the required amount to even get that six hundred instead of worrying about just settling for the 600, you should be hustling to where you make so much profit. You can't even, they're not gonna give it to you cause you already make enough profit to take care of yourself. You know, you shouldn't need it. You know, that's where I'm headed, man. I'm looking at, I'm thinking of a, a YouTuber, a Black Hustlers Club. This dude was born in 2000, Gen Z. He's 20 years old, um, black man from Virginia. He makes 30,000 a month, 11 streams of income. Like, and he broke it down on his YouTube channel, how he does it. I'm just like, dude, like this dude is only 20 years old, bro. Like he's, he's making, he never went to college. Never had, like, I think he said never had no hoop dreams. And he broke it down at the beginning. You know, for us, it's it's looked at as we got to either go to college, play sports or rap or sell drugs. He said fuck all of that and he just hustled now he making over thirty thousand a month off of these 11 streams of income that he's got and he's only 20 years old like i'm just thinking to myself man it's like bro like there's so many ways to get bread dude like that's something i mean that's something major for me like moving forward my mind is on that now like i don't really care about doing much other than this podcast, uh, music and oh, and my other podcast and um, just focusing on our business. What we're going to do with that moving forward, because we got a lot. We got a lot planned for that, man. And, you know, it's it's something major, dude. Like I, I just my mindset is I, I'm a futurist, man. I think I think 50 years in the future, bro, 100 years in the future. That's where my mind is at most of the time. That's why people they see me in person, they be like, you be zoned out. I be thinking about shit far off in the future, bro. I don't even be in this time period sometimes. Like that's why I, I just can't relate sometimes. Sometimes the shit, some shit just ain't funny to me. I'm very stoic at times because it's like I don't give a fuck about most of this shit. Like, cause my mind is set is just far in the future. But sometimes you gotta stop back, you gotta sit back and take stuff in for what it is now and be cherish those moments, you know, while they're here, you know, that's something I'm always trying to remember to do and to, to humble myself. But I know where I'm headed at, man. I know there's big things on my the horizon for me, you know, on multiple things, man. And it's just, uh, it's just exciting, man. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an exciting time for, you know, to make money and stuff like that because like where you like where you was at like nine months ago with your mindset and stuff is where I'm at now with everything that I'm doing and it's all that I really care about you know and I know I'm gonna go far I just know what I'm doing is gonna be major you know I know you I mean because like even stuff you were telling me about what you were doing and investing and stuff I was just like I know you. I knew you were doing it, but then you told me how much stuff you was into, which I won't get into. But I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I know you've done well. I know you've done well, and I know you very. Now I know you. You type of dude. Met you in college and stuff.
0: Dude,
1: yeah. uh, he's very. He used to <laughs> super brag. You know, so he would brag about his shit. You know, because he comes from what he comes from. He's he so from different, bottom, man. Bro. He comes from the bottom. Now he don't really say shit about what he has or anything. He might drop something here and there on like a Snapchat or something, you know, a a subliminal. That's what I like to do. I I talk in riddle most riddles most of the time, like because people because I don't want people knowing everything I got. So I know he's that he's that same way. So I know that he's doing super well off his investments and stuff like that, which is great to see, man. You know, coming from what I know from his background. And um, I'm headed on my path as well with what I'm doing too. And what we're going to do together, that that's going to be great. But uh, yeah, man, just what I learned this year is just to, um, just focus on what makes you happy and cherish the moments with the people you care about while they're still here and while you still can cherish those moments. And in 2021, I'm not making no resolutions. I don't, I don't do those no more. 2021 I guarantee that my mindset is going to be 10 times I'm going to be 10 times more focused on what I was at the beginning of this year going into 2021 and I got that mindset of what I'm going to do from the first day to the last day of how I'm moving and I'm going to be very I'm just going to be well off man I'm just going to be well off that's all I'll say
0: yeah, I, you know, Stefan. You you know how far we we've come. Like you, just in my in the mindset. Like we, I, I laugh and I, I grin and I smile based off what you said. Because I mean, it's a lot has changed so much. Not even just in the, this past year, but like even in the last four years, even from you know when we first made each other. You know, it's, it's changed a lot. It's it's about you know not yourself and not your ego. 2020 definitely made me realize that, you know, and you know, I think a lot of people around me understand. I, I'm trying to work on my ego because, you know, I know, like, I am I have an understanding on a lot of stuff, but, like, you know, what helped me through 2020 is, like, the people around me have a lot of understanding and shit that I might not necessarily understand as well. And I just feel like I'm, you know, getting better at implementing that into developing myself, you know what I mean? So I, I respect that around... Uh, And and other people, people around me is how I look at it. Basically, you know, I have to respect other qualities as well because, you know, we all have shit that we have to have to work on. And and I feel like I've definitely grew when it comes to, you know, looking at my ego, because if it was before, you know, man, I would just be out there, man. Like I would just be just, you know, cocky as hell about shit. And, you know, you start to understand that, you know, cockiness don't really get you once you get to a level, it don't, it don't matter. Like, they don't matter. It don't matter. It's not about that at all. And especially when you are really, when you really understand shit, when you really understand the shit that matters, you want the people around you and the society that you live in to just do better. Like, that's why I don't, I don't don't even, I I try to move away from the divisive shit too, man. Like, I just want to just keep moving forward and have a better community and co- better society for, you know, everybody, including myself, Include myself. It's 2021 and it's a, it, 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 like, it's like, it's going to get better. Like the hardship it's going to get harder, but it's going to be a lot of people that's not going to take advantage of the hardship, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just praying. And I'm hoping that a lot of people understand that it's it's hard like this because it's a, it's a lot of opportunities too. It's a lot of opportunity to continue to move forward in advance because it is like a type of reset, a shifting up. I don't think it's necessarily the rich is getting richer. I think it's a shifting up of all this shit. And yeah, the rich is getting richer, but like I think it's gonna reach a point where boom, there they're gonna get knocked off too. And the people that's gonna really be at the top are the ones that's gonna not only stick together, but it's the ones that's gonna be disciplined and that that can think outside the box. That like that's how I think it's gonna eventually get. So you gotta just keep pressing forward with that, you know um in 2021 and for it's going to be interesting uh 2020 that was one for the books that was the foundation that was the foundation for a lot of stuff you know we not it's not over yet it's still what another day is it 31 days in
1: december yeah 31 so tomorrow's tomorrow's new year's eve oh well, actually no nah, it's already technically new year's eve now when uh at the time we're recording
0: yeah, so we're wrapping it up. So I mean, twenty twenty is gonna be the foundation, you know, the foundation for everything that we look forward. That we look at moving forward. Uh, I hope uh, everything. Everybody had growth. You no, know, I, 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 I got, I got growth. I want to continue to grow, and I grew a lot. You know, so.
1: Yeah, um, I just wanted to say too. It's like, man, I wonder, man, I wonder, like, if this year was just another regular year, where would I I be at right now? Like, mentally, where would I be at? Because I feel like, you know, with the amount of hardships, you know, I was, you know, going through this year mentally and stuff, you know, this year I feel like I've been more alone than I've ever been in my life for the most part, you know. Mainly due to, I guess, uh, you know, just the social distancing and stuff, but mainly not going nowhere for the most part, and I'm just isolated from people. You know, uh, I've been more alone than I've ever been in my life, and I'm just thinking like that. I just wonder how it would have been if I, if if there, were, if this pandemic did not play out, would we have continued to go down that path of just, um just talking about doing certain things and not going through with it because we too distracted on, you know, going out and shit and, you know, just bullshit and, you know, fucking around and stuff like that. But you know that in ways I am thankful though, for this year, because I've really got to sit down and think about what is next for me. And yeah, next this, um, I feel like this next year is going to be huge. And the years to come because I've already laid down the foundation of what I want to do. And it's already in the process, you know, it was all, it's already written. So, so yeah.
0: It's time to keep pushing forward and um, keep putting on the energy basically.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess on that note, man, um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about?
0: No, I think we can keep building forward and, um, you know, prepare for what's coming next. And you know, come back with episode sixty, the big six zero.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, you know, as always, this concludes uh, episode fifty-nine of the Divine Council podcast. If you like this episode, if you didn't like this episode, you know, let us know. You can hit us up on our Facebook. Well, not Facebook. You can hit us up on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast. You could hit us up on Twitter at Podcast Divine. YouTube channel, Divine Council. Uh, SoundCloud, Divine Council Podcast. If you're listening to this on a streaming service such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening, give us give us a a comment or a rating. you know that helps with visibility. five star rating definitely helps with visibility. And uh, as always, you know, I leave the listeners with a quote. Um, let me see what I want to make this quote about. Since this will be our last episode for 2020. Trying to find something. Okay, I like this one right here. This one is from Munia Khan and the quote is new year is the glittering light to brighten the dream pathway of future. So with that being said, until next time, peace.